Hello, the creatives and the curious. My name is Pendo, and welcome to 12 Point Font, my novel writing podcast where I answer questions, conduct interviews, give advice, point out resources, gush over my favorite books, writers, and 12 things, and then just generally babble as I muddle my way through November. Okay, so today is NaNoWriMo Day 18, and we will be covering what do you want from your writing? Honestly, though, this one is mostly me just talking at you semi-incomprehensibly, so... Why don't we why don't we start off with the idiomatic expression for today? This one comes from Jamaica and it is They who are meant to die by hanging cannot die by drowning. Okay? So to find out what that means, stick around until the end of the show. Listen to me, put Google away. Don't look it up. Just wait. Give it till the end of the show, okay? Try it. Then you get the writing prompt. So you get you so you get two think just saying you get both the answer and the prompt. I'm gonna go ahead and begin by rapid firing, I think like four questions, um, because what I gotta say today, uh, that makes no sense, pertains to all of them. So let's go ahead and start with NaNoWriMo Reddit user, Psycho Sphinx. They say Day six, probably gonna quit. I'm already about 3,500 words behind and I have hardly written a thing today. I have a, such a hard time making myself write when I sit down to write. I've been at the computer for two hours and written 40 words, yikes. I like my story well enough. I just don't feel motivated to finish because I don't think I'll bother editing and publishing it, so why draft it anyways? I rarely finish that things that I start, whether it be a novel or any other hobby, so what's the difference now? I'm just feeling really discouraged. I know the general idea is to try to think that if I write something, I'm still ahead of it, if I hadn't written at all, but I'm the type that will consider this a failure if I don't get the 50,000 words. Then we have user Mokoroko, like Morocco, but with a K in the middle. And they say, need some encouragement. I just had a week-long trip in which I thought I might be able to sneak some private time to write on the airplane or in the evenings, but that turned out to be impossible. Now I'm supposed to be in the 30,000 word range and I am at 12,000. It's been a week since I've even looked or thought about my story and I have family coming over, so I'll have limited writing time. I really don't want to give up, but it's so hard to motivate to even look at the document right now. Anyone else painfully far behind? Any words of wisdom? Then we have, and this is one of my favorite usernames as well, Pammy Soup, and they say, so far behind, but determined. Hopeful note. I've attempted nano several times. This year I'm determined to complete, but I'm behind already. I moved on 11-1, oh, November, November 1st, sorry, and finished up on November 2nd. The 3rd and 4th kept me occupied fully. There was no time to actively write. I've blocked off time tomorrow to write, but I'm feeling discouraged by the thought that once again I won't succeed. Anyone else feeling similarly? Words of encouragement. And then this last one is from Maux Z-A-I-K-Q. Maux underscore Zayk. And they say, behind, stuck, and looking for help. Hello, fellow NaNoWriMoers. Okay. This is my first time participating in NaNoWriMo, and I really want to win this year. I signed up like six years ago once, but I don't even know if I started writing anything. If I did, it was very little and clearly not memorable. I'm currently at 6,500 words. Ooh. Ooh. And need to write a lot to catch up. Yeah. 
I really believe I can still win this though. I want it so bad. I have a crazy work schedule for the first part of the month, but now I have a few days off and want to power through and get caught up and back in the game. My goal is to write in the crime thriller espionage genre, which is hard if not impossible to wing, which I didn't know before I started to be a pantser. <laughs> I have googled strategies and tips for my genre, but I'm still just so lost. I was wondering if anybody had tips on breaking through this stuck spot. Um, okay. Um, firstly, I'd like to say that most things that seem impossible aren't if you never know they are. If you don't know it can't be done, chances are it can be done. You can write five figures in a day. People do it. You can write a mystery in a month. Um, you can elaborate stories without rigid guidelines. People have done them. Some people, like Stephen King and Margaret Atwood, have done them. You can too. I felt like it was important for me to address the idea of bouncing back. Um, for a few episodes now, I've indicated that I'm behind. Um, it feels almost like a two-step-forwards, one-step-back, awful middle-school dance I'm doing blindfolded by myself in an echo chamber of my own frustration and doubts. Novel writing truly is a very solitary stumble in the dark. I love your work, Neil Gaiman, and that speech is incredible, but wanting to make good art doesn't mean I am making good art and it's scary and hard and I'm behind and in the end, win or lose, finished work or not, I may have written absolute trash. You know how I know this? Because I did this. This was my last year. I won last year. I meticulously planted and worked in the breaks between thoughts and forced my commas into already jammed sentences and I worked like spoken word. Powerful and emotional and raw and often truly terrible in a revealing way in which you spilled all of your secrets but haven't really made an impact. And it was embarrassing and awful. And I printed the book that I never even bothered to revise, typos and character flaws and horrid broken plot, and I gave it a prized place in my pile of broken stories and laid it to rest in a folder that is a tomb. When I open only when I must play a coroner, dissecting the problem, deeming the body unsalvageable, and placing it to be locked where it may rest undisturbed in an ever-growing pile of failures that make me so very proud. Why on earth, Pendo, are you proud? You just spouted some awful confusing nonsense that makes only sense to your sleep-deprived poet's mind because that's when you're a poet, when you're very sleep-deprived. And why are you proud of your weird failure tomb, the physical, literal representation of where your stories go to die? Why are you so proud? Because I tried. I tried so hard to make something. I gave birth to an idea. I give birth to ideas, and sometimes they are stillborn. Dead as soon as I type the words, the end. Sometimes they don't even make it to the end. Other times they pass away in infancy, given time to grow legs and a body and for me to become attached to them. Let go, nonetheless, while all the doctoring in the world would only prolong the pain of a beating heart, hooked up to machinery and forever on life support, never able to leave the hospital of my computer, of the edit pile, except to be placed on the endless operation table of revision after revision after revision until I have to admit that prolonging the life of this story will not cure the terminal brokenness. Other of my stories 
are born and cleaned and fixed and make it out of the doctoring. Off the computer, they make it all the way into the real world, only to be shot by a careless word, or for me to pull them back into the safety of my bosom after a terrible criticism, dying a slow death at my breast, or for me to find my words, my stories, my poems, my children withering away slowly under scrutiny or an invisible illness in the story that I was not skilled enough yet to spot, or simply wasn't qualified to identify it until it was too late, until my failure was public and permanent and my dead story was paraded around as an example of what not to do, of a direction never to tread again, of trying to tell a story maybe not mine to tell, or saddest of all, for me to fall out of love with a work, to make something okay or something great that simply didn't connect, to watch my story die of a broken heart. Pendo, what does this have to do with Nano? Also kind of a bummer, babe. Can you like write a warning label when you get really sad and preachy? Also, can you just answer the questions? I mean, how do I keep going? How do I keep doing Nano? How do I make myself finish those words, those stories, build those habits I wanted to build? A lot of my stories die. <laughs> um... A lot of bodies lay inside my makeshift binder tomb, a lot do, but occasionally, occasionally I'll tell a story that despite all the reasons, lives in my heart or in my mind or oh my goodness, and it's rare but it's beautiful in the hearts and minds of other people. Sometimes I'll create something that lives and and lives well and is good, so good, so, so good. I want to do that. I want to make more stories that live and as time goes on and the number of deaths to life slowly, slowly, oh, so slowly shrinks and my ratio of bad to passable to all right to amazing stops being so lopsided. I'm learning to create better life slowly, <laughs> so slowly. Um, but sometimes, sometimes I make good art. So I guess, I guess when you're wondering how to keep going, ask yourself what you want and then ask yourself how badly you want it. How badly do you want this? You may not want breathing stories. You, you know, you may just want a better um, journal or a good creative outlet or just a nice hobby you may not need so badly to make good art. But ask yourself what you want, then ask yourself if it's worth it. And once you've answered those two questions, ask yourself, is Nano the way to do it? If your answers were a lot, yes and yes, respectively, don't let go of that. Every time you consider phoning it in or letting it go or just throwing in the towel, remember that those words you told yourself matter. Remember how much you want it. Fight for yourself. Fight for what you want. That's that's honestly it. You have to fight for yourself and the things you believe in and the things you want. I mean, <sighs> that was probably a little too honest and probably a little too rambly and so and so now you know what I'm gonna go ahead and throw something lighthearted in here yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna do that I'm gonna do that uh give y'all a break from me for a hot minute all right I'm gonna tell you the story I gotta get out of here there was a young man who you know he wanted to make a lot of money and so he went to this guru right 
He told the guru, you know, I want to be on the same level you are. And so the guru said, if you want to be on the same level I'm on, I'll meet you tomorrow at the beach at 4 a.m. So the young man got there at 4 a.m. Old man grabs his hand, said, how bad do you want to be successful? He said, we're back. He said, walk on out in the water. So he walks out into the water. Watch this. When he walks out into the water, it goes waist deep. He said, come on out a little further. He came out a little further. So the old man said, I thought you said you wanted to be successful. He said, I do. He said, walk a little further. He came, dropped his head in, held him down, holding him down. My man getting scratching, holding him down. He had him held down. He had him held down. Just before my man was about to pass out, he raised him up. He said, I got a question for you. He said, when you were underwater, what did you want to do? He said, I wanted to breathe. He told the guy, he said, when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. So, so it turns out I lied. <laughs> that was not, that was not lighthearted. <laughs> Whoopsies, my bad. That was um serious-ish. To be fair, to be fair, I hadn't picked out a which soundbite I was going to use before I used it. Uh, here are my recommendations for you then today then it will be fun it'll be fun uh, I insist go and read go and read Geronimo Stilton you heard me that's the book I want you to read there's my book recommendation one of the old get one of the older ones like the one about the cat pirates or the one about like there's an apple tree on the cover I think I remember it was Thea his sister Thea was in it and she was cool mouse is yeah go do that you know it's just like a just like a mouse trying to get by so yeah book recommendation for today is any geronimo stilton um from before the year 2010 and that is by the creator elizabetta dami not fun enough for you that's uh that's fair enough here's the terrible music then that's kind of fun no <laughs> because it indicates it's daily update time whoa i know so I, uh, most of what you heard, uh, just then I wrote basically in, like, a, a fever dream of, of just exhaustion, um, a few days ago, as one does when one is producing an episode a day, um, and I, and I read it back to record it with my, with my mouth voice, um, did any of that make sense? I sure hope so, because I made that instead of working on my novel, on which I have today caught up, yay, to the utter detriment of my poor housemates, because when I fell asleep after, um, writing, I crashed so hard, I slept through my alarm, which 100% woke up my poor sleepy house neighbors on a Sunday morning um who i who i live with so sorry bedroom neighbors positive thoughts though because i am all caught up and and that is all friends you know if you want more come on over and hang out with me on instagram or twitter at penderland or check out my website at penderland.com if you're not yet tired of my voice you can go to my scarcely used youtube also at penderland if you have any questions or comments you want me to read on the show send them on over by email to 12.font at gmail.com that's one two ptft at gmail.com or tag me on social media with hashtag 12.font just like the show title the intro and outro why did i say it like that the intro and outro for the podcast is mary pop poppins by true loves all of this and everything else i talked about in the show will be linked in the show notes as well also if you have a second, um, super appreciate it if you would give this a good rating on iTunes. It helps a lot. If you do, just go ahead and message me and I would love to give you a shout out in the next show. Thank you so much for listening all the way through. Um, we're also on Google Podcasts if you want to give us a good rating there or CastBox. Um, <laughs> 
yeah, thank you so much for listening all the way through. Now, for the idiomatic expression of the day, today's was... They, who are meant to die by hanging, cannot die by drowning. Its English equivalent is you can't run from destiny. You know, your path is your path, and trying to run from it isn't going to help you. So, for your writing prompt, I want you to write a scene in which your character is trying to run from their destiny. That is kind of vague, though. Um, so I want you to go ahead and write the scene in which your character specifically makes the choice to actively ignore their path. Or maybe when they're confronted by the reality that they are running from destiny. Um, if you've already written this, like you have some action-adventure book. Then go ahead and write it from another character's perspective, or write the inverse of this scene. Write your character actively choosing to pursue their destiny. The object of this writing prompt is a proactive character who is making choices that actively affect the direction of the story. Okay, now that I've talked for like what feels like a bajillion years, which is a real number, I insist. Uh, I say it is, and so it is. I think we are safe to end, yes? Yes. Yeah, let's let's end this episode now. This has been 12 Point Font reminding you to stay creative, stay curious, and stay writing. Until tomorrow, that's goodbye. I, my goal is to write in the crime thrilli- thriller esp- <laughs> espionage into an erratic, embarrassing, and often often why awful what dying slowly at my breast or for me to find i'm only spilling my heart out until my failure was no what as an example of what not to do of an example to watch my door my dory finding dory nemo Boom, 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 boom,